Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 71. Good morning. Good morning. We talked all night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Good Me too. I'm digging it out. Stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mary Pat. Hey, there you go. The band the starts are shining bright. That's right. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say good night. So good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mr. Bradley, good morning. Hey, Bob Thomas, how are you, buddy? Wake up, buddy. It's going to be a fun show. This is going to be one of the most exciting 30 minutes we've ever done since the last time. see his face. Yeah, what? Excuse me, huh? What? Hey, here we go, folks. It's the Ed and Bob Show. He's Ed. I'm Bob. And Ed's going to tell you about this exciting 30 minutes coming your way. Well, we have some great questions to talk about. Also, we have sponsors and we have topics of the day. No Beer way. Bayland Stadium and Thompson Bowling. Hot dog, man. Pop those beers open. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad everybody's here with us. Let's get into some news, Ed. What's going on in the news? Well, the news is vaping lung illnesses. What we know about what? this recent spate of cases and death, at least 450 people, mostly young men, have been sickened, and at least five people have died vaping. Vaping? Due to lung illnesses. Isn't that vaping. crazy? You know, this vaping thing has, like, taken over... Uh, with especially the younger generation. Now these are electronic devices. I do, yeah, they are they battery uh, batteries, I guess, yeah, or something. Yeah. Electronic devices, and they are they vape nicotine mm-hmm. and cannabis-based products. Mm. Either one. Get some of that CBD. So, yeah. Well, you know, the thing about this vaping is, it, the originally when it was coming out, everybody said, this will help get you off cigarettes, it's right. going to right. it's going to make you healthier. Okay, right. you just need to buy our products and vape, and we'll get you some really nice, wonderful flavors to make mm-hmm. you feel all good while you're you know, vaping. If you're pulled up behind somebody and they're vaping and their entire car <laughs> fills up, I mean, it looks like a cloud and inside and their and the car. the comes rolling out like... Yeah, and then it comes out like a... Like a VA smokestack. Yes, exactly. What is that about? Well, you know, this all started with Mm e-cigarettes and then the battery-operated delivery devices Mm -hmm. eat liquid pods inside it, Mm -hmm. and nearly always it's flavored, and it creates a vapor that users can inhale. So it is kind of like a, a, a steam vapor. It's just strange. And I've always felt like this is just another thing coming down the pike to get the middle and lower class money you know these people they got addicted to cigarettes Mm -hmm. and and you know we're we're finally trying to tell the the people in society quit smoking cigarettes it's killing you Mm -hmm. and now we're going to make you vape it's going to be healthy but in reality here's a story this is hard to believe lucas mclean Started smoking cigarettes in high school, switched to vaping when he heard he was a safer alternative. So he started with Juul. That's a J-U-U-L thing you see advertised all the time. It's, a, it's right at the cash register. And, yes. You know, stores. And it's expensive. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you, you're you vaping then, so you're not smoking cigarettes. He found out that that made his nicotine addiction worse and in one of those jewel capsules was like smoking an entire pack of cigarettes for nicotine. Mm. 
wait for this. This is hard to believe. He has had to finally quit vaping Juul and going back to cigarettes to lessen his nicotine addiction. Good grief. <laughs> I do, I, that's insane. Yes, it is. He's getting off the vaping and going to cigarettes mm. to start taking in less mm. nicotine. <clears throat> Uh, you know, the um, Food and Drug Administration has reprimanded Juul for promoting its products as being safer than cigarettes. Without the FDA permission, they've given Juul 15 days to respond. Vaping has become a $48 billion business. Amazing. Absolutely Unbelievable. amazing. It's amazing. And, it, if it, you know, it's, it's really hitting the middle and lower uh, uh, income it's earners. Bad. It's absolutely all bad. Wow. All right. Let's see. We got one more thing. In, you got anything else in the news you want to throw in there? Well, yeah. I got some risky intersections in the United States. Okay. Go ahead. Knoxville's got two in the top ten. No way. Yeah. Sure does. Really? Yeah. In the top ten in the U.S.? That's right. From AAA. Number, wow. Number seven in the uh, top ten is uh, intersection of eastbound Western Avenue at I-640, I-75 southbound. The really? off ramp. Yeah. That's and then uh, well, that's amazing. Another one is number nine, number nine, westbound Chapman Highway at Stone Road. This intersection is located about two and a half miles south of the Tennessee River. That's two, just, of the, uh, that, two of the top ten in intersections the country in the United States, the most dangerous are in Knoxville, Tennessee. And we can't do anything about it. Well, I guess we could. We could fix them for sure. Oh, we could have done the, uh, you know what we could have done? What? James White Parkway all the way through Sevierville and gotten all that traffic <laughs> off Chapman Highway. Oh, wait. We decided not to do that. Oh, that's right. We're going to keep it a urban wilderness, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we, we're going to keep those people driving 12 inches apart on Chapman Highway is what we're going to do. All right, we got to get out of the news and into some questions, and we're going to let you start, Ed. You got one? Yeah, I got a question. What is it? The price of cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, on that last show that we were talking about, you are talking about all the, was there millions of people that have cell phones? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, it can't be. 65% of the people in the world. Yeah, well, they, they, they're they not buying the cell phones that we're looking at because our cell phones cost $1,000. Mm-hmm. You're so right. So what's the darn deal? Well, they hide it, though. Oh, you know, this is going to be so much per month, and then you're on the phone in two, three years uh, is the way they do it. Oh, really? So you're not paying it up front. So they, well, they hide it and they mask it, but you're right. They're selling them for $1,100 or something. Well, that's ridiculous. Well, it, it's ridiculous. Well, if you'll pay for it, it's a brilliant scheme. <laughs> it is a scheme. <laughs> it is a scheme. It's absolutely a scheme. Because if there's, if there's that many people in the world that have cell phones mm-hmm. that are making $400 a year, you know darn well, and I'm using a nice word, darn well, they're mm-hmm. not paying $1,000 for those cell phones. Well, you've got to make up the difference for those oh, other people having a phone so you can call them in, in, in wherever, Libya, Libya yeah, or yeah. wherever it is. Okay. It's amazing. It is amazing. Amazing the cost of uh, well, and think about it. Let's go really far back. Okay, when you and I okay. were first working at WIBK, no cell phones, no cable TV. Right. All right. There's a couple hundred dollars a month that we didn't weren't having to pay. Right. Think about all the stuff that's been added on and added on and yeah. added on. 
that we're paying per month that years ago mm-hmm. was never around for us to there. spend our money on. I know it. So how do we keep paying for this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. All right, here's my question for you, Ed. Is as you get is getting older what you thought it would be? And what advice so it's a two part thing. What advice would you have for a forty five year old person? Save. Start saving immediately. Take ten percent of your paycheck and put it in the bank no matter what. Even if you have to eat dirt, put ten percent <laughs> in the bank. Dirt? Because you're gonna end up with But you gotta have a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but what's gonna happen is you're going to end up depending on the United States government mm. for everything if you don't do that. So but, let's go with the first question. Okay. Is getting older what you thought it would be? Mm. Did you permanently see it coming? Or? Well, I didn't, I didn't really see it coming so much. I, the problem that I have with getting older is the health issues, you know, the hip and all that. But it, it, uh, it's not that bad. I mm-hmm. kind of like it. Do you? Yeah, because 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 you don't have to care what everybody thinks anymore. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I can say what I want to. Uh, so, other than saving, what else would you say to a forty-five-year-old Ed Brantley? Don't do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, let's move along. Tell everybody what's coming up, and then you've got a sponsor of the day. All right, our topic of the day is going to be beer at UT events. Mm. So we'll be talking about that. All right, my commercial is a friendly commercial for the folks at Pal Auction, palauction.com. They have an office in Knoxville and Union County, and since 1972, Pal Auction and Realty, they've set the standard in the Knoxville area for handling your auction needs. They handle everything from real estate, firearms, antiques, vehicles, farm equipment. They take care of every aspect, organizing, marketing, conducting a successful auction. Pal Auction and Realty can even help with your next land or home purchase, too, like they did with me. They helped with my home purchase. Did they really? Yeah. Home. Oh, okay. Yeah. They helped Great. me sell a farm, and they, they helped me buy a home. So if you have any questions, feel free to call or email us. Mm-hmm. They can't wait to see you at Powell Auction and Realty. And that number is 865-938-3403. 938-3403. 6729 Pleasant Ridge Road. And by the way, when you go to the car auction, it's located right beside mm-hmm. their offices there. Good people. Yes, they are. It's beer time in Tennessee. <laughs> hey, Ed Brantley, our topic for today is beer. Not only at Neyland Stadium, but also Thompson Bowling Arena. But let's go with talking about Neyland Stadium first. Beer is now available at Neyland Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, so was it, what was this about? Did the... Was it the SEC that wouldn't let them do it? Was it the state of Tennessee the state that of wouldn't let them do it? The state of Tennessee. You could not have alcoholic beverages on a, on a state property mm-hmm. and a state school. So. so they cleared that hurdle. Right. And then the SEC also allowed it at SEC sporting events. Yes. Because <clears throat> it could have been just at, you know, uh, it could have been at a tractor pull or something at right. Thompson Bowling right. Arena. But now and it, can it be still at, can. Yeah, but it, now it can be at everything. You're right. So now when, when Garth Brooks shows up down there, everybody's going to have a big 16-ounce beer. And that's what they sell. Isn't it 16-ounce? It's, uh, it's two beers, basically. But they put it in one thing. It's, right? a, it's a, what they call a tall boy? Yeah. Okay, here, and here's what I was told. It takes forever. 
because you go up and you say, I would like a, uh, a beer, sir, and you, they, they ask you what kind, you tell them. They're no, they cannot pour a beer ahead of time. Mm. There are no taps. Mm. They have to go in the cooler, pull out a can of beer, open it up after you've ordered it, and sit there and pour it while you sit there and wait and watch. And isn't there isn't there a little kiosk for each brand of beer? So depending I don't know. on yeah, there are. They're in the, the hallways. I've seen pictures of it. I haven't been there, but so if you want a Miller Light, you would go to Miller Light's booth, or if you want a whatever, right? Yeah. So, but they don't have. Let's say it's halftime. They don't yeah. have forty beers already poured. No, no, they have, they have to, to wait, wait till you ordered it, and then pop the top. And then slowly pour, and they say it takes forever. One guy, a friend of mine, said he went out to get two beers. He was out there the whole quarter. <laughs> the whole quarter. He missed an entire quarter of hey, football. Buddy, I, trust me, he's got a problem. <laughs> well, and, and they're 12 or $14 or something. Yeah, $12. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it is. And they also sell wine, though. But but think about the and, the, and the wine's more expensive. Right. It's even more expensive. Think about... The timing, isn't it odd, the timing? All of a sudden, they get beer there at at Neyland Stadium, and then all of a sudden, Garth Brooks is announced. Right. And they'll sell $150,000 in beer, probably, at Garth Brooks. I mean, it'll be something crazy. He'll get half of that. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the deal. Yeah. You know, uh, Rupp Arena was getting all the concerts from Thompson Bowling. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, you go. Let's say the guy at Rupp Arena, he can give. If a promoter saying, "Do I go to Knoxville or go to Lexington?" Well, he can say, "You know, I can, I can give you a little bonus here we from the beer the money. Yeah, that's right. You know, I can give you a little better deal yeah. from the beer money, and we don't have that here. Yeah. Well, now we do. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see if we get more concerts and things there. Well, also we've got to have open dates for the concerts too. And with UT sporting events, we don't have as many dates as well. well that's now Rupp true. has that problem too. Rupp Arena would have that problem mm-hmm. also. Well, do you think it was a good decision to do? Well, it I, it doesn't matter to me because I wouldn't pay twelve dollars for anything like that. Right? You know, I mean, that's that's silly. No, we'll just sneak it in. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> not drink it. You know, just exactly. drink outside and come on in. You know, but I I think it is. I think it is. But, but the, you know, I think of a beer at a baseball game. I don't think of it at a football game. Well, where are we going if we got beer at at uh, college sporting events, and we've got. We've got uh, Lotto, mm-hmm. uh, and we're talking about now approving where you can uh, gamble on your phone. Right. Where are we Sports headed? gambling. Well, I, one thing is we're going to start paying college athletes. That's going to happen. Well, They're going to start making money. California's already approved that. Right. They're going to have to drop out of the NCAA. Yeah, I know it. That's a whole different, yeah. But that's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so, it's yeah, it's all changing, but... I'm, I I don't like that alcohol is the is the focus of this. You know, it it. It reminds me of Paul Harvey's thing. If I were the devil, right? I I, I listened to it. I, I did. I listened to it recently as yeah. well, and it was like, oh my gosh. Well, not every SEC school can sell it. Well, they can't. Who 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 is not selling? Alabama is not selling. Beer. You're kidding me. No. But they're Al- number one. <laughs> they're not selling it. Arkansas is. Florida is not selling it. Florida, well, they've already got enough problems without beer. Kentucky is not selling it. Bourbon City? No. 
LSU, yes. Of course, you knew they would. Yeah. Missouri, yes. Mississippi State, no. Ole Miss, no. Texas A&M, yes. So it, it, it is Georgia says yes. <laughs> what about Missouri? Did you say Missouri you, was? Uh, Missouri is yes. Okay. Georgia will let you buy a beer if you're one of the people who are making a $25,000 a year donation. What? It's, sky, it's like a skybox. <laughs> oh, a skybox yeah. kind of thing. You can you can you can have a beer. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I were on the Thompson Bowling Arena Arena uh, Committee or Board mm-hmm. for what four years, right? And we went. It was a topic every year when we right. would meet and go over it. And we, we even Tennessee uh, executives knew it was kind of coming, but they didn't know how it was going to play out because it was kind of like a political football. Well, one thing is the team is so bad. I mean, if you you say we need beer, yeah, <laughs> we got to. We need it. something. <laughs> we can't sell tickets. Well, I, yeah, well, well, you know, it, it and and it looks like it's going to be that way for a while. But I don't think I do not think that the people who like, who have to have a beer can afford to pay twelve dollars every time you want one. Wow, and that, that's a and shock. they need to figure out that thing about taking so long to pour them. Yeah, why is that? Is that a rule or what is that no, about? I don't, I don't think it's a you rule. You can't open a can until you order it. Mm. Oh, and why don't they have draft there? I don't. That's gonna be easier just to pour draft. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, all right, we got to move on. Ed, uh, tell everybody what's coming up, and then uh, I've got a sponsor of the day. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, our mailbox, and we have some other good things to talk about too, like our next show. And- <clears throat> So, uh, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, Scott Whitaker, he's a well-known chef, not only nationally, but he lives right here in the Knoxville area. And he um, he was on that show, Grub, uh, the national um, reality show, and did very well. And he, what he's doing, if your family is too busy... For you to prepare the meals, you know what he can do? He'll prepare them for you. You've seen him on national cooking shows, local TV. His staff will prepare your weekly meals and deliver them to your door every Monday, Ed. They came at your door on Monday. Are you kidding? Yeah. Food allergies and particular diet, that's not a problem. Have the meals that you and your family desire with a simple phone call. Call Chef Scott Whitaker today, 865-245-5522, or visit his website, CuisineByChefScott.com. That's CuisineByChefScott.com. I'm going to try that out. It's pretty cool. All right, let's open up the mailbox. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Pam from Oak Ridge. Johnny Appleseed Day is September the 26th. Mm, coming up. Was Johnny Appleseed a real person? No. Yes, he was. Was he really? He was a real. He was a real person. Yes. Look at this. Yes. He was a missionary and a gardener. He was born in 1774 in Leominster, Massachusetts. How about that? How do you, it was his, oh, his name was John Chapman. Uh, he became an American legend while still alive due to his kind, generous ways, his leadership and <laughs> conservation. It sounds a lot like me and you, doesn't it? It does. And, and the symbolic importance he attributed to apples. Apples. Yeah, he was well, a missionary. Crazy about apples. Hey, I get you. Well, apples are good for you, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are. But they don't grow in Florida. They don't. You they can't grow an apple. Grow, they won't grow in South Georgia. I know that. Yeah. That's what. But peaches will, right? Yeah. But peaches, to, oranges. They'll, they'll grow in North Georgia, up in the highlands. But you can't. Apples won't grow in Georgia, in Florida, California. 
The popular image of Johnny Appleseed spreading apple seeds randomly Ooh. everywhere. <laughs> he planted nurseries uh, rather than orchards. He built fences around them to protect it from livestock. And he would come back every couple of years. So anyway, it's kind of interesting. Johnny Appleseed, though, was a real person. And I guess his legend spread. He lived to be 70 years old. Well, I certainly read about it in elementary school. We had a big deal about it. We planted an apple tree and all of that. That's so, cool. Yeah. So that's that was nice. I mean, it was good. I mean, I learned about him. But, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those in one ear and out the other, you know. Johnny Appleseed. Well, it just now, it could have been Johnny Applesauce. Johnny Applesauce. <laughs> um, a research department is pointing out some stuff here. In 2008, the Fort Wayne Wizards, a minor league baseball club, changed their name to the Fort Wayne Tin Cups, Tin Caps. And the same year, the Tin Caps won their only league championship. It's the location of Johnny Appleseed's death, and, and they wore a tin. Hat in honor of Johnny Appleseed. Woo-hoo. That's what he wore. He wore a tin hat. Yeah, and their mascot was called Johnny. You know, today he would probably be put in jail. <laughs> Get out of my yeah. yard. Get out of my yard. All yeah, right, what else you got? Uh, okay. All right, uh, Rick from Dayton wants to know where is the closest volcano to Tennessee? You know, I just happened to think somebody would ask that. I have got a list here of the 18 most dangerous volcanoes in the United States. Let's see, Mount Rainier looms over the Puyup Valley in Washington. It's the third most dangerous volcano in the U.S. Um, but Hawaii's Mount Kilauea is ranked at the top of the list. Um, uh, let's see, the, the rest of the list goes like this. Hawaii's Mount Kilauea, Washington's Mount St. Helens, you've heard of that, Mount Rainier, Alaska's Redoubt Volcano, and California's Mount Shasta round out the top five. You know, the U.S. has endured over 120 eruptions since 1980, and it's home to 10% of the Earth's active volcanoes. And I was looking through the list here. The, the closest to us, really, is going to be like, um, well, California, really, somewhere in California. Hawaii's Mount Kilauea that we talked about gets the top score. It's the most highly active volcano located right next to an inhabited community and a geothermal power station because it is overdue for an eruption. Then you got Washington's Mount Rainier, ranked third in the Hazard Dome. 300,000 people live around there. And in case you were wondering about Yellowstone Caldera, the supervolcano voted the most likely to destroy large swaths of the United States. It's only ranked at number 21. So there's um, the update on the list of volcanoes in the United States. You ever, yeah. you ever been to a volcano or seen one? Yes. Uh, in, in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, you know that big uh, volcano on the Big Island. Yeah, it was it was dormant at the time I was there, and we went right up to the rim and looked down in it. <laughs> All right, this is the Ed and Bob Show. Let's move along here, Ed. Tell everybody what we got coming up. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about my complaint. I've mm-hmm. got a good one too. Good. And also, we'll talk about our next show coming up too. Sleep. How important is it? How much should you get? Oh man, you, is that a good topic? Can you sleep standing up? I don't know that I could, but maybe people do. All right, what's your complaint, Ed? 
You got one? Yeah, I, you know, I I uh, I love the folks at Weigel's. Yeah. They're great people. Bill mm-hmm. Weigel's just a wonderful person. He really, really is. Yeah. I love But him. Knox News, the newspaper, Knox News, it's not called the News Sentinel anymore, it's called Knox News. They have awarded them the best pizza in Knoxville. Weigel's? Weigel's has the best pizza, according to Knox News, in Knoxville. Over Pizza Hut and all these other pizza places? Yeah, over all the chains. Now, that can't be. How do you get that? I don't know. I guess... guess They're the best pizza? Best pizza is Weigel's. It's on the billboards out there. Weigel's, best pizza in Knoxville, according to KnoxNews.com. Well, we should go get one. (laughs) (laughs) Have one of those suckers, buddy. Yeah. Wow. Best pizza in Knoxville is at Weigel's. I had no idea. So it says the Knoxville. Oh, uh, is that one of those things? Okay. I've, Where you I've got, I'm it. catching on now. What's okay. the other one they have is uh, um, a magazine yeah. that does have a, hands out all those awards and all yeah, that stuff. Right. All right. My, my complaint, Ed, is, um, is talking about tires. Tires? Tires. You, you know you're going to get a tire, and you go in there, and you go back there, and they say, this is a 40,000-mile tire. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I tell you? Yeah. 40,000-mile tire. Yeah. Right, after about 25,000 miles, what's that tire look like? Yeah, ball. Yeah, it really is. Ball and then they say, well, we're going to rebate back to you part of what you didn't get out of the 40,000, but we're going to sell you some more tires. Right. So why do they do that? Because I don't think there's 40,000-mile tires out there. Well, well, there might be, but they'd be awfully uncomfortable. Be on a tank. Yeah, they'd be hard, very hard rubber. And uh, they would probably last 40,000 miles. But, you know, I bought a set of tires one time, and and they were famous name, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like them because they they were hard, and they ripped the road, and it's kind of like a racing tire. And I thought, man, that's uncomfortable. So your steering wheel, just a slight touch. Yeah, I I want something that's soft and spongy. Right, right, yeah. So I I took them back. I didn't like them. Well... They're, everybody in their grandmother makes tires. Yeah, they sell them everywhere, even furniture stores. Everybody tells me Michelin is the best. Is that right. true or not? Agree. Are they all the same? I think Bridgestone is good. Bridgestone. That, Firestone is good. Bridgestone. If I'm not mistaken, I think most of your tire companies are owned by the Japanese. Fire, uh, I mean, Bridgestone, I know, is. Yeah. Uh, and I think Firestone is. Yeah. And then you've got, like, there's some that are Japanese names. You know they are. Well, you know, there's old brands, too, like Continental. I have some Continental tires. And that those was are General, too, or yeah, something? Yeah, General tires. I just, they, I, they don't last as long, but they know they're not. So why don't they just, anyway, that's my yeah, complaint. just buy your tires. And, All right. Yeah. Let's move along tell everybody how they can listen to us. All right. The Ed Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. Or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And, of course, on Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear. Tell her exactly this, the Ed and Bob Show. It's just that easy. And if you want to comment, here's what you do. You go to edandbob.com down there, and you put in your comment, and you say, hey, these guys are great, or maybe not. And you can email us at edandbobbyyahoo.com. A lot of people do that. Twitter, we're on there, Ed and Bob Knox, Ed Brantley, and Bob Thomas Knox, and also facebook.com slash edandbob. Any shout-outs for you, Ed? Anybody you want to shout-out to? Well, 
What? What? Research department had a shout out. Who? Who? You got somebody? Oh. Oh, so they wanted us to shout out to them. <laughs> I just want to remind Howard Phillips to don't put us. Don't put your cell phone in your back pocket. And him, <laughs> Any corrections or anything you'd like to apologize for? No. I could apologize for the whole thing, I guess. Coming up on our next show, we're going to talk about sleep. How important is it? God, I love to sleep. I do love to sleep. I love. You know what I like about being old? What's that? Afternoon nap. <laughs> there you go. All right, sleep. Next time, we're going to talk about that. How do you do it? How do you? What happens if you can do, do it? it? Well. How, what if you can't do it? Oh, well, yeah. Can't. What if you can't do it? Ooh. All right, Dad, I enjoyed it. See you next time. Okay, buddy. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kid.